Michelle is a musician with albums released as Everyone Except Me and artist behind the post-apocalyptic webcomic Stray Cats. She's kind, a bit shy, and furiously creative. Henrik is a filmmaker with over two dozen films and TV shows as producer, director, and occasionally host. He also released a couple of music albums. He's bombastic, larger than life, and tenacious almost to a fault. Together, they've been best friends for a decade. This show is awkward. So, Michelle. Y- yes. Uh, people will be hearing this after Halloween, the day after Halloween, Dia de las Muertas. Oh. Is when they'll be hearing this, the Day of the Dead, November 1st. Oh. So, but we talked a lot about Halloween last week, which was per- prudent, you know, it was right mm-hmm. before Halloween. And now we're going to talk a little more about Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you're if you're watching this in video, you can see I'm wearing a very stylish Halloween Part Six, <laughs> the Curse of Michael Myers hat, which was the greatest find I think I've ever made at a Spirit Halloween. <laughs> it's literally the artwork of Halloween Six on a hat, which I couldn't ask for anything more. Halloween Six is one of my favorite of the like you haven't seen that one, I don't believe, no. uh, but of my of like the the sillier later sequels that like you just love them for nostalgia only mm-hmm. there's stuff to like in all those movies but the reason i i uh, i even bring up my hat and probably the reason i put on my hat was that michelle dropped a bombshell on me like moments before we start recording where you're just like oh yeah i watched halloween kills last night by the way and i'm just like what you can't <laughs> just like i've been waiting like a week and a half for you to watch halloween kills so that we can talk about it yeah. <sighs> but so I did it. You did? Yeah. I, I did you watch it. all of it? Yeah. I didn't even <laughs> fall asleep last night. Wow. I, I mean, ever. I just. <laughs> <laughs> you were too scared. It's just too terrified. much. Yeah. Well, uh, Halloween Kills, uh, it moves along pretty well, mm-hmm. like pacing wise, too. So I imagine it'd be harder to fall asleep during that than, you know, some boring anime. Yeah, I mean, it's. I didn't fall asleep at, at the anime I watched after it either, which is pretty impressive because I think I really dislike that anime. And it's not because it's like really bad, it's just boring. Yeah. So. Well, fair enough. Uh, so I, I have to ask uh, because it's very. In the world I exist in, it's mm-hmm. very debated. On Halloween Kills, which is so weird to me that people were like, I don't think a movie called Halloween Kills was good enough. I'm like, what? what well, what happened in it? Was it Halloween? Did anyone get killed? So, but I want I don't want to paint it. I want to hear your full 17 to 27 minute review of Halloween Kills. Okay. So I prepared these documents. <laughs> I, I prepared a slideshow. Yes. I don't know how to do it on this thing, but that's what it's here. I'm just going to press the button. Pretend you can see them. Hooray. Yay. Um, No, uh, I liked it. I didn't like it as much as the one before it. Yeah. Um, I appreciated the comedy elements in the last one that there really weren't any. There was a lot. There was less in Halloween Kills. Mm -hmm. I would agree. But you know, what's funny is that's one of the big complaints is that Halloween Kills is too funny. Uh, well, I, but I love really? I, that's one of my favorite things about 
how pointless criticism is, mm-hmm. <laughs> is that like, you'll hear somebody literally be like, I didn't like the movie. It didn't have enough. Uh, it didn't have enough story. And then one guy will be like, I hated that movie. It was nothing but talking. And you're like, wow, <laughs> the human experience is so flawed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you, you, cause I remember taking you to the theater to see Halloween 2018, mm-hmm. which for those who are uninitiated, Halloween 2018, I don't love the way film studios do this because it's confusing. So Halloween 2018 release is a sequel to Halloween 1978. Not confusing mm-hmm. at all that, that that it's a movie that's a sequel to a movie with the exact same title. But Halloween, so there are many Halloween movies. There are um uh there are eight in the original run of Halloween movies. There's Halloween, you know, Halloween, Halloween two, Halloween three season of the witch, Halloween four, Halloween five, Halloween six, Halloween seven, H two O 20 years later and Halloween resurrection. I like H two O, but that's where the timeline gets kind of wonky because mm-hmm. they're all in a straight line up until Halloween six. Then Halloween H two O is a direct sequel to Halloween two. So that timeline only has Halloween one, two and H two O. Okay. But then the Halloween, the current Halloween timeline is just the first Halloween movie. Then the other Halloween movie that's Halloween, but we call it 2018 because we need differentiators because English is a thing. Language is a thing. And then Halloween kills, which will be followed next year by Halloween ends. Okay. Well, that's so, good. Cause I was like, that was my other thing. I was like, wow, this like, didn't like have a, it was, it was like a cliffhanger ending, but yeah. it like also didn't in my opinion, have like a, a really good story arc. It was like a bridge. It, it was more of like a bridge. Yeah. It, it, yeah. it established lots of things, but only resolved like the bare minimum it had to. Yeah. In my opinion. So yeah, that was one thing I actually kind of liked about it. Cause when they made the first Halloween 2018, they did not know if they were going to make another one. They had no idea if it was going to be successful. Right. Uh, they had no idea. So, but then they planned Halloween kills and Halloween ends back to back. So in fact, originally Halloween, uh, 2018 kills and ends were all going to take place on the same night, but because of the postponing, cause they shot Halloween kills in 2019 mm-hmm. and then, you know, that thing happened. So now, so now Halloween ends is either just been shot or is currently shooting or will be shooting at the start of next year. So they've decided to put like a four year, uh, oh. time in between them because oh. it's just, they've already put so much time between them. They figure this is the best way to go is to actually just establish it, but nobody knows what that means. Like what's going, why it will be that way, uh, necessarily like, w- like where Michael Myers will go, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We're just going to say spoiler alert. If you haven't watched Halloween kills, now is the time to stop listening to this show forever never come back because every episode from here on out we will spoil halloween kills yes. no uh, so but no so okay so your biggest your biggest complaint was it wasn't quite as humorous um that was one of my complaints um like yes okay. <laughs> no Go no on. i i i think um well now i'm really interested since there's going to be like a four year kind of lag in the story mm-hmm. because and I understand, yeah, I, I get it, because everyone's going to be older. Like, it's going to be weird um, if they just do it all on the same night. Well, and four years is a little harder than pulling off, like, a two hiding a two-year difference. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Especially when you have, I mean, younger characters and older characters. Um, so I'm really interested because I felt like 
the movie didn't have like you you know you said it was like a bridge movie i just didn't feel like it had a like a specific story arc like we had a climax in the you know and then mm-hmm. it kind of like trailed like it was kind of like we kind of built up um um yes and no in my opinion mm-hmm. um again spoiler 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 that's the end of me warning you about spoilers we're just going to talk about halloween kills today because that will make me happy okay so <laughs> so Yes, I agree, but I also disagree. I do believe that there is an arc and the arc is important. And the arc is about really labeling who and what Michael Myers is. Mm-hmm. Because the the ending where the townspeople finally get their hands on him and at first they just beat the crap out of him, but then they start shooting him and mm-hmm. stab and he gets stabbed in the friggin' spine in his neck. And then he just gets up and doesn't care. Mm-hmm. Establishing Michael Myers as immortal, or at least, you know, a person that, an entity that cannot die by normal means, there has to be a special way that it will die. Mm -hmm. That's really, really, really important. And even in the original series of Halloween movies, when I showed them to you, they explained away him dying in part one and him, or well, he didn't die in part one, he escapes, but like him dying in part two, they explained away him dying in part four. And they explained away to some extent him uh, or no, they did. And they explained away in part five, like what happened to him. They waited a really long time in the original run to establish him as immortal too. Right. And even then they kind of didn't establish him as immortal until like the sixth movie. Mm -hmm. And even then he kind of was kind of wasn't. It was a curse. It was one day I'll show you the rest of the Halloween movies. I think you've seen up to part four, but there's a whole cult aspect where there's like a cult and he's at the center of this cult. Like they, they, he's a part of a curse that the cult passes on in order to <laughs> spread mayhem. And, and, and uh, it's all tied into Samhain, the original celebration. And there's a rune tattooed on his wrist and stuff. Yeah. So there's a, there's a whole, it's called the thorn trilogy. The three movies about the thorn uh, tattoo on his wrist. Mm-hmm. So that being said, one of the things I like about Halloween 2018 and Halloween kills is they play on the, on your expectations of Michael Myers, even though canonically nothing you've seen before happened except movie number one, they still give you references to the other movies or give nods to the other movies. In some ways I felt like, especially Halloween kills was almost like a greatest hits of the other Halloween movies. They just picked and choose what they wanted to bring back into Canon because mm-hmm. Halloween four is entirely about a mob gathering. It's not as big because it was a smaller budget movie, but it's all about a mob gathering together to hunt him down. And then the first thing they do is kill an innocent guy. The moment they get out there. Cause, cause when they're all aiming their rifles, he says, you saw him. And he says, yeah, I saw him. And he's like, you're sure. And he said, yeah. And then they shoot. And then they go over and it's like, I think his name was Bob Wilkins. I'm like, this is Bob Wilkins. You said you saw him. Mm-hmm really good i mean like that's really effective you know storytelling mm-hmm. so i just want to say that that's where i disagree with you on that okay. is just simply that because i was in awe when they revealed him to not be able to die because the whole one of the things i like about the what they've been doing especially with 2018 is they've made michael myers a disease in your mind mm-hmm. so Lori's terrified of him the, the old sheriff is terrified or the sheriff is terrified of him. They all believe he's more than what you can see, but everybody pretty much discounts it as like, yeah, but that's because you're so afraid of him because of what he did to you when you were younger. Right. You know, that's because you're so afraid of him because he killed people you cared about, mm-hmm. you know, yada, yada, yada. They, they, you know, and that all makes sense, you know, and then there's the whole part where it's like, is he actually tied in some way to Lori? We still don't know. 
Right. We, we yeah. really don't. Yeah. And we will probably we won't find out till the next movie, really. But in the first movie, they make a perfect point about how it's like, well, you know, Michael came for Lori. It's like, well, Dr. Sartan took him to Lori because mm-hmm. he wanted to see how he'd react. So he didn't actually hunt her down himself. Right. So for me, that moment when they all got a hold of him and then he just came to life and killed it. Because you can say what you want. Him surviving the fire. That's, you know, movie suspend disbelief movie logic. Mm-hmm. Him surviving the fire at the beginning. There are all those people who are like, he would have died of smoke inhalation immediately. Fair. Yeah, probably. But it's movie logic. He's hard to kill. And that, but that's important to point out. He's only ever been established as hard to kill. Not not immortal or impervious. Right. Just difficult to kill. Same thing with Jason Voorhees. I know you haven't seen those movies yet. One day I'll show them to you. The Friday the 13th movies. But mm-hmm. he is not established as like an immortal, invincible undead until part six. Okay. Before that, he's just a hard to kill dude. And mm-hmm. with movie logic. So, of course, <laughs> you know, it's a bit much. But it's funny because when they finally do kill Jason, they like machete him in the side of the head and have him fall on the machete and it like saws his head in half. They're wow. like, and then they're like, yeah, he's dead now, guys. <laughs> he's dead now. All right. So and then you have Freddy Krueger. They they killed him again and again and again mm-hmm. and again. One of my favorite uh, explanations for why he came back was I think it was in part five where it was like maybe he just dreamed himself up again or something like that. I was like, <laughs> that's how you explain that shit. So anyway, um, but no, so that was a big moment for me. Mm-hmm. In the movie was that moment where it was like, whoa, Michael Myers is very likely the embodiment of evil. Like they've been saying, he literally can't be stopped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As far as we know. Yeah. Anyway, I didn't want to go on like, I, oh, I no, no, that, no. but that was my thought on, on, on the, on the arc is that that okay. was where we were kind of, we were actually going toward figuring out who Michael really is. Mm-hmm. And I loved, I know a lot of people hated it. I loved the stuff with the mob mentality. I loved that. St- I mean, I loved it because it was tragic and sad and mm-hmm. really made me feel a lot of stuff. I felt terrible for that uh, mental patient that they thought was Michael. Me too. I really, really did. And somebody had said a lot of the criticism was like, you know, why would they even think that he even looks like Michael? It's like, because they're scared shitless and they're only half listening. Mm-hmm. That's, that's like a major element. They're half listening. Which is what happens when people get scared and they open by saying, we will not let fear, you know, make us, you know, they will not let fear take over our, our mindset. And then they do. Yeah. Yeah. People also hated the evil dies tonight thing. I loved them chanting evil dies tonight, but here's why. Not because I'm a cheesemonger, although I am. I loved evil dies tonight because of why they say it. Did you catch that? Why they say evil dies tonight? I I don't know what you're going for. Well, the reason they're they that that Tommy Doyle starts saying evil dies tonight and then turns it into kind of a chant is because when he takes old Huckleberry, the baseball bat from the bar to go fend off who they think is Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. And remember that in Halloween Kills, no one knows all those people have died yet because Halloween uh, the Halloween 2018 takes place over like three and a half hours. Right, so like the right. news hadn't traveled, which is wild right. when you watch it and go like, oh yeah, it's like 1045 now. <laughs> like mm-hmm. a lot happened. But when he takes old Huckleberry, the way he kind of like tells the bartender, like, sorry, I got to borrow this is he puts a... Uh, his change, like a bunch of bills into a box for six, like to donate to sick kids. And mm-hmm. the box on top says love lives today. Okay. So he puts it in there and says, love lives today. And then the nurse lady says, but evil dies tonight, which m- makes it makes it make sense. Why they the phrasing is that mm-hmm. way, because yeah. it was referential. 
yeah. then it just stuck because it was a good motto. Yeah. I mean, I was chanting it the whole time I was walking out of the theater. I was just like, evil dies tonight. Evil dies tonight. I also, not to get political, but I really enjoyed the people who posted and said that they loved this movie because it was such a, because they did the evil dies tonight thing is such a brilliant commentary on January 6th, 2021. And I thought that was really impressive because they shot it in 2019. So, mm-hmm. so they were really, they, knew. they were knocking it out of the park. Yeah. <laughs> I just pray that the Halloween Kills production staff don't have information that could lead to the arrest of one of the Clintons, because then we'll never get Halloween ends at all. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that was the thing people kept saying. Is like, they were like, They're, that's such a, a great like underhand way to reference that. And I'm like, but it's not. <laughs> but, that's be- but that's because, frankly, it's not that hard to, for mob mentality to just, they all it's all the same, really. You know, how mobs get together and how they act and how they, what incites them. They're really not different from one another. So what? Oh no, I agree. Okay. Um, I was just going to say like, cause I don't have a problem with the evil stuff, the evil dies tonight, Chan or whatever. Uh, that was fine. Um, but, uh, and I, and I thought the mob element was okay. Yeah. But I have seen it a lot. And I was actually kind of like, oh, man, like, yeah, but a lot in anime is what you're saying. No, I don't see it a lot (laughs) in anime. (laughs) No, but I I did like seeing how the people of Haddonfield reacted to everything. Mm -hmm. I do hope that they're kind of done with the mob thing, which I Mm -hmm. think they are. I think that that was I think it worked out. Well, it didn't work out very well at all. uh, Storyline wise um, for for those people. Mm -hmm. But. So that's that's all I wanted to, to point out. I was like, but I like the whole idea of like they killed an innocent person. I love that line where it says like, you know, he made us a monster, the monster, you know, all that. St- I thought that stuff was really dope. Yeah. Uh, I also loved, again, cheesy. I loved when Sheriff Brackett, the sheriff from the original Halloween, who's now, you know, wicked, wicked old, when he uh, points a gun at M- Michael Myers and says, everyone's entitled to one good scare, Michael. And he shoots him or, or, or I don't think he shoots him. He just holds him, holds him up. Mm-hmm. But because I saw one reviewer on Facebook had said like, yeah, cause, cause that's what you would do. You would remember something you said 40 years ago. And I'm like, yeah, like you'd remember something you said 40 years ago on the night that your daughter was murdered as well as three other people who were her friends. And then yeah. you had to apprehend the guy. I don't, I can't imagine you would remember anything that happened that day, let alone run the incident through your head a million times for the rest of your life. I mean, mm-hmm. would never happen, <laughs> but it was also fan service. And I know that in anime fan service just means chicks like bouncing around, but in, <laughs> but in horror films, fans are, no, but, uh, but no, I do, <laughs> I do think Halloween kills. I mean, it's crammed full of fan service, mm-hmm. but I think that it doesn't bother me. I feel like we earned it by being fans of Halloween through thick and thin through good sequels and rough sequels and sequels that don't quite make sense. We've stuck the course and said like, we, we like this and they're like, well, in exchange for that, we're going to make sure you understand that we like it too. And that's why we're here doing this. Mm -hmm. And that made me happy. Like they put the, the silver shamrock masks from Halloween three are in it. I don't know if you noticed that it's been a while since you saw Halloween three. I showed you that one, the one that doesn't have Michael Myers in it at all. You didn't actually show it to me, oh, but saw I that saw on Sci-Fi it Channel. independently. Yeah. And I actually really like that one. It's a good one. It's a yeah. really good movie. It's an excellent story. 
Well, the the kids uh, that are running around like causing mischief, mm-hmm. they're wearing those exact masks from. I just missed it. Well, yeah. it, well, it's not like you watch Halloween three every year like some losers do. Like, you know, I don't know who would be that big of a loser to do that i mean this year i had to watch it because it was in 4k it's just you know what shut up michelle just shut up okay i don't need your i don't need you to bully me like this <laughs> so um <laughs> oh i ruined i ruined everything what what you oh yeah you, you you've had you've exposed me now people uh-huh. know people know now <sighs> so but no, I, I the fan service thing, I appreciated it, that they brought people back. Uh, some people were mad. They were like, one big complaint I saw was people were like, yeah, they bring them back and they die immediately. And it's like, okay, well, sure. I will admit some of the deaths. Yeah, they're pretty immediate. But like the lady who was the nurse in Halloween one is like 80. Mm-hmm. Like maybe, maybe she should work a day. And then go back to the stuff she does, you know, like there comes a point where it's not that fun anymore. Like, you know, like where, where you you can't work these people to death, you know, you you, like, it's, it's awesome that they could show up and and do it and that they cared to, because they could have just said no, you know, they Mm -hmm. could. So it's like, that's awesome. But, but your expectation should be like, the biggest goal was to get them on screen and then, well, it's a Halloween movie. So what's the next step? <laughs> what? See, Tell you me. know, no, I, I like agree with you. Um, These like all the criticisms that you're, you're saying are things that like, I was like, oh man, they killed that person. Um, But like, it's not a criticism. It's just like, ah, this is this kind of movie. So they're going to kill that person. Yeah. Um, I will say though, that I thought kind of like with the last one that um, there was a lot of really good character development. Like everybody was really likable pretty yeah. quickly, um, which is nice. Except that then they killed them all. Well, that's so. the whole goal. Well, I oh, know. Well, and that's you know, the, and I thought that Halloween Kills had some really not, had some good likable folks in there. Not mm-hmm. not everybody, but in there for number one, the uh, the daughter strode or the granddaughter strode rather. Her mm-hmm. boyfriend was like a total chotch in the first movie. And then he turned out to be a really like stand up dude. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I liked that. And then he gets horribly murdered and, yeah. they keep, and they keep making you think maybe he'll be okay. And then Michael just finishes him. Mm-hmm. And I just want you to know, although they keep him out of focus, every time the mask is taken off, that is Nick Castle. The guy who played the shape in the original Halloween movie under the mask. Not the guy they showed when the mask was taken off in Halloween one. Mm -hmm. They got the guy who played him in the most iconic way to just be the hero version. Hero being when you see things up close or when masks are taken off or whatever. Uh, Mm -hmm. Movie talk. Um, But I I always thought that was really cool that they had him come and play, you know, play the on camera, not the stunt guy, you know? Yeah. I thought that was really cool. That is cool. But so they made him really likable. I thought that the couple... The um the the older couple the uh, the black lady and the older uh, really tall white guy which is played by Lenny the guy I don't I, I recognize the actress but I know the guy his name is Lenny Clark he's a stand up comedian mm-hmm. I thought they were extremely likable and their Me scenes too. were their scene was so brief but it I was know. so well, yeah I, that's one thing I thought was a genius because the the gay couple that now lives in the Myers house Big John and Little John mm-hmm. um Big John or I mean Little John is played by Scott McDonald from Mad TV. And I thought that, but I was like, of course they're stuffing this with comedians. Comedians are generally likable. 
You know, they're they're funny. Yeah. They disarm you. So you start to like them. Mm-hmm. And then when they die, it's very sad. So Yeah, that makes sense. But one of my favorite lines ever was Lenny Clark comes down from upstairs. He's like, I can't sleep. Yeah, I'm having trouble sleeping. And his wife is just like flying a drone in the living room. And then he goes, <laughs> and then uh and then he goes, Everything smells like your like your 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 mom's uh like your mom's cigarettes or whatever. And then she says, like, that's not that's not cigarettes, that's Lori Strode's house on fire. And he's like, Strode's house is on fire. Well, I mean, she lived a pretty flammable lifestyle. (laughs) I've since said that that sentence, like they live a pretty flammable lifestyle. (laughs) I just love that. And then when they die, it's so sad because they just seem like such a nice, fine Mm -hmm. uh, couple. I thought and I thought Big, Big, uh, Big John and Little John were one of my favorite parts of the whole movie. Mm -hmm. And one of the best things about them was they introduced them. They're a gay couple who now own the uh, Myers house, the original right. Myers house. And they, they're just having a Halloween night. You know, they're like getting ready to watch a movie and eat some meats and cheeses and and they get pranked by a trick or treater. But you think that they're going to pop up and just die like everybody does. Yeah. But instead, they get to be like in four or five pretty good scenes before mm-hmm. they die. And you get to know them and they're funny and they're kooky and they're interesting. And I really loved them. Like I was so sad when they died because they were so, they were such fun characters and a little, uh, a little uh, trivia for you. Scott McDonald, who played little John, which is the bigger John. That's Mm -hmm. one of the, uh, (laughs) Scott McDonald has directed films of of his own and his first feature film he directed for Roger Corman. And it was called a bucket of blood or death artist, depending on where it was released. And Mm -hmm. it starred uh, Anthony Michael Hall, who played Tommy Doyle, the guy who evil dies tonight evil does tonight it starred oh, him cool so just kind of a cool like i wonder if they saw each other and said went, holy crap has it been 20 years <laughs> yeah you know because that was in the 90s so i just that was the first thing i wanted to i was like i wonder if scott mcdonald got to hang out with him a little bit because he directed him forever ago so wow. that was pretty cool mm-hmm. so and tommy doyle has only come back in the film series once before in halloween six they had tommy doyle return and he was played mm-hmm. by paul rudd it was paul rudd's first feature film oh do you know who Paul Rudd is? You look you look like you don't. You don't? No, I don't know that. I don't know people's names. <laughs> What's my name? I don't know. Oh god. No. Um, Paul Rudd uh Ant-Man? I don't know. Oh god. Uh did you remember Clueless? Yes. The the brother and the stepbrother and Clueless, the older brother that Cher falls in love with? Okay, I know who you're talking about. The pale guy? Yeah. Who's been in a million comedies. He was in 40-year-old version and stuff. Okay. Okay. That was his first movie was Halloween 6. Oh. Yeah. And he's pretty good in it. So uh, he had expressed interest in in reprising Tommy Doyle, which would have been a fun fan service. But he was in the middle of shooting a Marvel movie when they shot it. So that's too bad. Yeah. It's like if even if the payday were better, it's not like he can get out of a Disney contract. So anyway. (laughs) So, Okay. So, but yeah, Big John, Little John, huge highlight of the film to me. Mm-hmm. I Oh, and uh, some fans pointed out that if you look really closely in the outside, uh, the exterior shots of Halloween Kills, you can see their photos on a bench and it advertises a realtor company oh. that they were both realtors. Oh, I loved that because that made me immediately think of. Of course, two realtors would end up living in the Myers murder house because they would be like, well, we can't sell it. And it's so cheap. We could make it nice. Yeah. You know? (laughs) 
So I was like, well, that checks out. All right. All right, mm-hmm. then. Nice. So I, 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 yeah, I really adored the scenes with them. And I've seen Halloween Kills twice in the theater so far. I might see it one more time. I'm not sure. Okay. Yet. But you watched it on Peacock. Mm-hmm. Um, congratulations. Thanks. If you want to revisit any Nightmare on Elm Street movies, apparently they're all on Peacock while you still have your membership. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> but so, okay. So. Anything else you wanted? To, I'm sorry, I, I went on a whole tirade. I was very excited about those characters. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I liked another thing. I really liked about the movie is I liked that everything was like nothing. You didn't get away with anything. Mm-hmm. Every death was really tragic, and they did that whole thing where the kid, one of the kids who died in the first movie, his mom is looking for him. Yeah, and then she finds his yeah. body. Uh huh. I I like that from a storytelling standpoint. It was mm-hmm. very sad. When yeah. I talked with my buddy Andrew on his podcast about this, he talked about how he felt like this movie was all about having conscience. Like it was all about like understanding that these are people dying, even though it's a fun movie and there's silliness and there's humor that at the end of the day, this is about death and, yeah. and therefore it's going to be upsetting and it's going mm-hmm. to bother you. And I like, I liked that. And I felt for a lot of the characters. I also want to mention, cause I rewatched Halloween 2018 right before I went. Mm-hmm. And remember the, the couple in there, the, uh, uh, at the beginning, the, the nurse and doctor, their Halloween costumes are nurse and doctor, but the yeah. guy's dressed as yeah. a doctor, the girl's dressed as mm-hmm. a nurse. But in reality, he's the nurse and she's the doctor. Which mm-hmm. those nice yeah. stuff. If you watch Halloween 2018, right at the beginning, you see them walking into that bar. Like they, they literally like pulled back in as many people as they could from the, from 2018 to expand their parts, Mm -hmm. which I thought was a really cool touch. Yeah. So yeah, I, I was, I, I know like, I'm not going to pretend Halloween kills is the greatest film ever made by any stretch or even the greatest Halloween film ever made, but it was so much fun. I loved every minute of getting to go back to that universe again. I felt like they cared, which really matters. Mm-hmm. Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th, Hellraiser, Child's Play, maybe not Child's Play, Child's Play kind of, but like they're never going to get this treatment where they get like mm-hmm. a high budget sequel made by someone who cares that isn't heavily meddled by the studio where they can kind of do whatever they want. It's never going to happen. I'm sorry to say it just it just won't. But Halloween got that chance. And that's mm-hmm. why I am just absorbing the Halloween 2018 and Halloween kills. And I will observe Halloween ends so deeply because I'm so thankful that we got a little bit of love for loving this franchise. Because if you watch like when they remade Friday the 13th and finally spent like, you know, 15 million dollars on it, mm-hmm. it was not very good. And I tried to like it. I've rewatched it twice. And every time I'm like, I just don't get into this. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't work for me. That's what they, they did. Like a studio went, let's make Michael Myers. Let's make a Jason Voorhees spoiler. Like let's have him have a secret marijuana farm that he's guarding. And that's why he's killing these kids and stuff. And I was like, okay, (laughs) what? Like we're never going to get a Friday the 13th movie where they drop like $10 million into it and hire all the original people because of the love of the movie. Yeah. Like they did with this one, bringing back as many people as they could because they love it, you know, going out of their way to bring all of those characters back. It's never going to happen. And it it makes me sad because I love those series too, but it makes me happy because I never really thought it would have happened for Halloween either. Yeah. 
I mean, I think I think the the difference. I want to say a couple of things, but I think the difference in our perspective is just that, like, you know, there are a lot of things that that I don't remember because I've seen it like one time. Yeah. So I'm so I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, I get that this person was in like a previous one, but like my brain isn't like isn't like, oh shit, like this is this person from this. Um, but I also wanted to say, so I totally understand that. I also wanted to say that, like, I totally understand what it's like to have something that you you care about um media wise um both like appreciated and loved and like made with love and so and something just kind of thrown out there because they thought maybe they could make it work but no one actually cared that much yeah so i'm really glad that that halloween has gotten you know the first thing where like people care yeah. And they still want to do things. And that's really, really important to a series, any sort of like media thing, because uh, it just sucks when something you care about is just obviously not cared that much about yeah. by the people who are, you know, making it. Well, and it's not even, and, and, and a lot of times it's not even about like that they're just crapping it out or whatever. It's that they're like, they care so, they care so little about the source material. Exactly. That they just make their own thing. And then it's like, like, that's why I hate and hate is a strong word, hate the Rob Zombie Halloween remakes. Not because Rob Zombie is a bad filmmaker, although to be honest, I've never really liked any of his movies. I, I need to give some of his early movies another chance. But Halloween 1, I rewatched, and then I watched Halloween 2 for the first time recently. Mm-hmm. Maybe two years ago. They're not Halloween. Like, he has no interest in in expanding on this, like, concept Mm-hmm. that the shape is like this, that this doctor is obsessed with this boy being evil. Like, the, like, cause the whole thing with Dr. Loomis is he's going insane about just by seeing this child be so evil. I mean, Loomis is kind of a nut kind of, he is a nut job, especially in the late, in like Halloween four and five, he like loses his goddamn mind, but that's ah, crazy. So I, but like when you watch the Rob zombie Halloween's, there, the aesthetic is all like country and white trash, which people make fun of because that's like his favorite aesthetic on movies is mm-hmm. like everything is like trailer park chic. That's fine. But then like Leatherface has like a, a, a Leatherface. See, that's where I was going with this. Michael Myers has like a backstory that makes him sympathetic, but then he's also a killing machine. He came across as Leatherface to me. And then in Halloween two, like they have his mask basically get destroyed to the point where he doesn't really even have a mask anymore. He's just a big guy with a giant burly beard. Oh. that's Michael Myers in Halloween too. And all I could think the entire time I'm watching is like, he wanted to make a Texas chainsaw massacre movie. I think it's yeah. clear that that is where his heart lies. And I think it's shocking that no one ever gave him the opportunity to make a Texas chainsaw massacre movie. Cause he probably would have done a really good job, mm-hmm. but yeah. it just wasn't Halloween to me. Yeah. So, and that's kind of the challenge when you're asked to reboot or sequel a, a series, you're really not supposed to change it all. Cause that's kind of the point is, but you know, but what do I know? I'm just, I'm just saying. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I agree. And I mean, like, cause you know, I, I see a lot of, um, the thing that I like, you know, that I don't want to talk about right Anime? now. Yeah. <laughs> I see, I see a lot of, um, a lot of, uh, manga become, you know, made into anime. I mean, so you're having source material and then you, you have to present it in a new way, you know? And it's so evident when like there's a team of people and it's directed by someone who like likes the source material. And when they're like, 
this is what we're doing and we're going to direct it and we're going to do a good job, but they don't really care. And you can tell because they mess things up, you know, like they, you know, there are things that are supposed to be really important that don't seem very important um, because they just, they just don't, it's not something that they love. So. Yeah. No. And, and that's why I am very thankful for Halloween kills and all of its silly glory and all of its little things that you may not like, not you. I mean, the Royal, you, you know, <laughs> that you may not like, I thought it was a lot of fun. I thought it delivered what it promised and I can't wait for it. And that, the biggest thing is it made me walk out going, Oh my God, I have to wait a year to find out more. I'm so sad mm-hmm. that, and upset. And that's the way you want to leave. You want to leave like mad that you can't have more today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So is there anything else you wanted to, to mention about Halloween kills? No. Oh, what about Dr. Loomis seeing Dr. Loomis again in those uh, flashbacks? Yeah. W- were you surprised to, that they showed him? I, I don't know. <sighs> Michelle. <laughs> Do- yeah, I was really surprised. <laughs> Well, you know who Dr. Loomis is, though. You remember, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. The guy playing Dr. Loomis in that movie, mm-hmm. they made him look like Dr. Loomis using only makeup. Cool. Like, everybody thought it was CGI, myself included, because mm-hmm. he looked so surprisingly convincing. But it wasn't CGI. They did makeup appliances and and texture, retextured his skin. Wow. To cool. look like Dr. Loomis. And then the craziest part is the guy wasn't even an actor. He was a uh, set designer and set carpenter who had worked on a bunch of Blumhouse movies. Mm -hmm. And somebody had mentioned like you, your eyes, like you have like the same color eyes as uh, Donald Pleasance. Like you kind of look like Donald Pleasance a little bit. Mm -hmm. And he was like, oh, really? And they're like, yeah. So then they, they, they did like three hours of makeup on him and people, it was uncanny. I thought he looked, I I mean, without looking identical to him, obviously he is a different human being. He really looked like him. Mm-hmm. I was really, I remember my startle being startled when they showed him turn and look at the camera and you saw his face. Cause I thought they were just going to kind of hide his face, you know, which would make yeah. sense. Like, you know, cause Donald Pleasance owned that role. He he did that role in Halloween one, Halloween two, Halloween four, Halloween five and Halloween six, and then passed mm-hmm. away. That's why he couldn't return again. Right. So yeah, I just, I just, yeah, there was so much to like in that. If you haven't seen Halloween kills out there, and it's still in a theater near you. You should go see it. And if not in the theater, I guess you can get, you know, a membership to Peacock is cheaper than a movie ticket. So, uh, or you could pull Michelle's and I'll pay for it because I just really want her to watch Halloween Kills. <laughs> what? No, nothing. <laughs> so all in all, final thoughts. Uh, okay. If you had to give it a star rating out of five, what would you, what would you give it? I don't don't know how to rate things. And every time I do, I feel like I don't think that's the right one. So no, (laughs) I love, I love that. That I'm like, okay, what star rating would you give it? And you're like, no, fair, fair. I was basically setting a trap for you. So you caught that good job. Um, I also should let you know, we talked last week about Halloween candy. And I found out what the candy I was talking about was called. Oh, okay. So the strawberry candies, you know, the ones that are in a strawberry looking Uh wrapper that you bite into them and there's strawberry goop in Uh the middle. Uh Those are called strawberry bonbons. Oh, okay. I know. I was like, what? Yeah, they're called strawberry bonbons. Where can I buy them? You don't have to because I sent you some. Seriously? They should be there tomorrow. 
Oh, thank you. I sent you some strawberry bonbons. I thought it would be you. fun. So, and I know that you're like, you're not a big candy. I mean, you love candy, but you're not a big like candy haver. So it's like very satisfying to give you candy. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> and the other ones I was talking about, the ones that have the colored paper wrappers, mm-hmm. the ones I don't think you understood what I was talking yeah. about. They're they're in like uh, orange and black paper wrappers. It turns out they're, they were kind of like a peanut butter taffy. Ah. And they're called peanut butter kisses. Oh. That's what they're called. I've never heard of that. I sent you a bag of those too. I oh. don't know when they're arriving. It looks like they're going to be late. So, Thank you. <laughs> but, but I wanted you to get a chance to understand what I loved as a kid. But also, I apologize in advance. I sent you a lot of them because there was no option for a small amount. <laughs> So you have plenty. I would recommend getting a dish and keeping them in the dish so that you look like a little old lady. Yeah. On my coffee table. Just with a with a lid. So you can take it out. And it's just got uh it's strawberry bonbons and Werther's originals. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the, good too. I love Werther's originals. <laughs> you, but 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 no joke, my entire childhood it was they were given to me by old people. They were mm-hmm. always by yeah. old people. Do you remember that Werther's original commercial where they like describe how Werther's are made? And then it cuts to a lady sitting by a fire with a glass of wine and a, and a thing of Werther's originals in a bowl. And she goes, It's gonna be a good night. I don't remember I that. <laughs> <laughs> I I aspire to be as happy as that woman. Thanks for listening. You can email us at thisshowisawkward at gmail.com or go to awkwardshow.com or whatever. See you next time. <laughs>